0: Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Weekly Pulls on Page Chewing Comics and Manga. Thank you for joining me. And before I get into it, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Steve, and I am returning to comics after a long hiatus of a few years. And each week I come by and discuss a few issues that I picked up the previous week, talk about whether I like them or not, trying to find some books that I can enjoy after a long hiatus. So it's, sometimes it's not always easy to get back into a hobby like this, not knowing where certain storylines are or all the continuity. So I'm just bringing you along for the journey if you'd like to come. <laughs> so thank you for those of you who listen. And also uh, last week, from what I understand is that on if there's a, a Wednesday that falls no, near the end of the month, sometimes it's a little light on releases and I just didn't have very many books to talk about. I think I had two that I read. Just a lot of things just didn't interest me. Just couldn't find very many that that stuck out for me, so I figured I would wait for a week and then hit both weeks this week. So if you're sorry about last week, if you were uh, waiting for an episode, I'd like to hear from you if you would prefer that I still record an episode, if you're one of the few people who listen. Uh, the weird thing about podcasts is when you record an episode, there's not like a comment section or a place where you can interact with your Listeners, if there are any listeners, so it's kind of weird. It's it's almost like talking to into the void sometimes, and I've other I've heard other podcasters say that. And being on YouTube, I never really understood it because we have the comments section and we have things you can interact. And there's really not anything like that for comics or for excuse me for podcasts, unless of course you join the forum, which is where I spend most of my time. So if you'd like to interact with me, let me know what you think or tell me how wrong I am. Uh, visit com and join our forums. Uh, we have a great little community there where we discuss books, comics, movies, music, damn near everything. So come by and say hello. We're, we're a really friendly bunch, and uh, we'd love to have you if you'd like to join us. So uh, I have a few books to talk about this week. The first one is uh, Tenement, Issue 3. This is by Jeff Lemire and Andreas Sorrentino. And it's by Image Comics. So, I'm also reading Gideon Falls, and I'm starting to see some similarities in presentation, which I really like. I like that they have similar tones and colors and layouts and things like that, and I really like that. Not a complaint at all. I love it. I can't get enough of it. So, in this issue, we do follow we do follow the remaining tenants, and they don't exactly find what they expect. Um, you know, they, they post some questions. In the issue, like are are places evil or are people evil? Do places make people evil, or the the other way around? Uh, as usual, like I mentioned, the artwork is spectacular. Paneling colors, especially the use of red, is very effective in this one. When you know there's in the layouts, the red really pops because of the other tones and other colors that they use. So just fantastic in that in that uh, in that regard. Now there are some parts in this one where I felt like the dialogue was a little stiff and predictable, Um, but overall, another good issue. To some of the dialogue and things that people say was what you would expect them to say, it's almost like you could predict what was about to happen next, and they do things that I don't know that most normal people would do in this situation, but you can't have people hesitate and not do anything, otherwise the story would never go anywhere, so I get it, but yeah, it wasn't. It was my favorite issue of the series. I'll put it that way. It's still good, but uh, another thing I've 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 noticed is in, in. I'm sure all of you who listen who read comics know this, but it's hard to judge a series like this that you can tell has a wide scope and has a plan. You know, they go in with the, with a the really specific plan and things they want to do, and it's it's almost made for more. It's almost designed for more like for trades or for you know trade paperbacks. Because the presentation in those is a little different, and I think the the single issues are don't get me wrong, I'm sure that there's still a lot of thought put into it, but I think the the bigger the bigger goal, understandably because trades sell better than single issues from what I understand, and for longer, is that they want to build around a trade and have something for people like me who love the the hardback trades or the, the all the you know the the presentation to have something that it feels like a, like an arc or feels like something they can take home with them. So, uh, I get it. So, so a series like this is hard to judge issue by issue. I'm trying to keep that in mind because while I'm enjoying it, it, it's hard to get bite-sized pieces. It's nice when you have the trade and you can read, you know, six issues at a time when they're spread out over the course of a couple of months, it's just a different, a different experience. So, I almost wonder if single issues are for me with <laughs> this one, but uh, overall great issue. The next one is world tree. Number five. Now world tree is an, is a series that I started reading for the podcast. It's a book that I picked up while I was looking for a new series to pick up. And with James Tenian and Fernando Blanco, uh, you can't really go wrong, right? Uh, this is also published by image comics and you know, I have kind of a soft spot because it reminds me of beginning this podcast, this series does, and we do, uh, start to get a few answers, but we also get more questions. It's that kind of that, you know, cycle of, of a couple of things get answered, but there's more questions. We do peek into the future, uh, or maybe possible future. Not quite sure if that's, if that's, if that's for sure, those events are for sure going to happen that we get a peek on. Um, in this issue, I did wonder. There's a, a section with, without giving too much. There is a section of this issue that, uh, you know, is supposed to give you an idea of things that are out of control on the internet and all these terrible things are happening. And it kind of made me question because it seemed like a normal day on the internet. All these really terrible things happening. It seems like everywhere, everywhere you turn, there's something to be upset about. There's something to, to either be upsetting or to anger you or to. Or to get you, you know, emo, you know, to get your emotions involved in it, and I wonder what that does to us, just in general, over time, and whether or not our brains are built for that. I don't know they're not, but it does kind of shine the mirror back at you while you're reading this one. At least for me, on what does this really do to you? Because this doesn't seem like a, it seemed like an everyday on the internet kind of thing, not like a, oh my god, this is, I can't believe this is happening. It's like, yeah, that's Tuesday, <laughs> so. Um you know it is uh it it did it did shine a mirror back on me anyway that I kind of felt like I wonder what this does to us every day so we do get like i said we do get some answers in this in this one with the story uh artwork again um it it is a little bit it's not as detailed as I would like my artwork to be not as defined but still very good um i do we we're getting bits and pieces so I'm still on board. I'll still continue it. But uh, maybe the point of the, of this section that I re- referenced about, you know, all the terrible things on the internet, maybe that's just part of what, uh, you know, what what the creative team was, was trying to get us to reflect upon. So World Tree number five, still on board. Um, I kind of, I'm too deep into it now to, to turn back. So, we're going with it. Uh, <laughs> the next one is Swan, Swan Songs number three. This is by W. Maxwell Prince and art by Felipe Andrande. This is by Image Comics. This is the end of the world. Every, every issue is a different theme. So we have a, like it's an anthology series with every, I, I believe every issue is written by W. Maxwell Prince, but there's different artists that come through to, you know, lend their art. And this Series has been spectacular. This third issue, I, I still love the series. This third this third issue was good. It just isn't my favorite, so it was still good, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't the best. So it uh, had a little bit of a twist in this one, and it had some some black humor that I wasn't expecting because the first two took themselves pretty seriously. I felt like they they were pretty serious in tone and presentation and very emotional and, 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 uh, you know, hard hitting. While there were some funny part parts, well, you know, humorous parts in issue two, issue three, I I kind of felt leaned more into the humor, at least the dark humor. And I, you know, I didn't mind that. That was fine. The art fits the story, especially the colors. We're in a post-apocalyptic world, as I'm sure as you can probably guess from the title, the end of the world. And the art felt like it's very bright, very disorienting. And it it fit the theme and the kind of the style of the story. The the two meld together very well. So it gives you that post-apocalyptic feel. Um, There's also some religious undertones and themes that you can pull out if you wanted to. But it doesn't bang you over the head with these themes. They're there if you want to explore them. So that to me is a more effective way of getting a point across when you're very subtle with it and when you just kind of leave it there and let the reader digest it and kind of work it, you know, process those things on their own without being so heavy handed with it. So I appreciated that. And overall, another good issue, like I said, not my favorite, but still very solid. Uh, very, very good. Now for my, for the next one, these last two, I was really, I was really, I was really hesitant to pick a pick of the week because these last two were both very good and I've been dreading having to pick one. It's tough. Um, but the next one I'm gonna talk about is was almost my pick of the week, but obviously I guess I'll just decide on the fly since I've, I keep putting it off and I just figure I'll decide as I'm recording and here I am. So this one, uh, I'm going to say, the next one is Kill Your Darlings, number one. This is by Ethan S. Parker and uh, Griffin Sheridan. This is uh, also Robert Quinn on, is on art. And the art in this one is, I, I love the artwork on this one. It, it very, very, uh, all the lines are very thick, very all the colors are very ripe, very vibrant. The, uh, the characters are great. I just love all the, all the colors, the, the scenes, the layouts, everything was really great. In this one, we follow a young girl and her mother, and we follow the adventures of the young girl in her imagination and how it relates to reality, and the The way that we flip back and forth between the young girl's imagination and reality was just done so well, and I I just loved it. It was so effective and heart-wrenching and touching um, the, yeah, I just, I loved it, it just the artwork pops off the page. While this doesn't have a ton of plot, it does a lot to set things up. So I feel like we're we're setting things up and uh, well, it doesn't have a ton, it's it's still a lot. When you reflect back on it, I feel like there's a lot. It doesn't feel like it's a lot when you read it, if that makes any sense. What this one does though, is it, it conveys a lot of emotion and makes you really care for the character uh, especially the the daughter and i make i wonder where it's going to go from here but some really really great stuff this is nearly my pick of the week if the next one wasn't so strong i would have gone with kill your darlings number one i also hesitate to pick a number one from a pick of the week all the time and I, i'm trying not to do that because i know it's easy to get excited for a new series and to, to the you know the that fresh, that new car smell, you know, I'm trying to not get caught up so much in that and just try to pick the best book that I enjoyed. And it's not, not too tough The to, because my, my pick of the week this week was the Sacrificers number no. two. This is by Rick Remender. Uh, it's by Image Comics. And uh, so we, after the first issue, I really loved the first issue. <laughs> I really loved it. And it was by far my pick of the week that week. In this one, we follow the, the Chosen Sacrificers and their story. Uh, the story is starting to starting to be kind of stretched out. So in the beginning in issue one, it felt a little confined. It felt a little um, narrow because we focus on, on a, a small area of the world. And now that's starting to expand and we're getting a broader view of everything that's happening and other th- everything that's going to happen. and. We, so we, we get lots of questions. We get questions posed by the characters and we get some answers. We get an answer and it's not quite, maybe it's what you're expecting. I was kind of expecting it to be this, but you also get the feeling that nothing is as it seems. So while we do get an answer, I'm not convinced it's really the answer. I think there's some, there's lots more that's going to happen here. We're in for a lot of surprises. We're in for the long haul on this one. And I can't wait to see what happens next. In the first issue, I talked a lot about the artwork doing a lot of, a lot of the heavy lifting for the story. It does a lot. It felt like very cinematic. And it did a lot of work in the storytelling department for, this, for the series for issue one. Same thing happens in issue two. Lots of the story is conveyed through the art through the paneling, through the layouts, through, through the different scenes, through the the character, um, you know, characterization. It, it all works really well. Some great use of colors and even black panels, just pitch black. Things, you know, it's amazing how, how effective a black panel or a page of black, black panels can be when you use them effectively. When you use them the right way, you can really convey a lot. In, a, in just some dialogue and some black panels. And that's what I really love about it. So this one is fantastic. I, I love the series. I'm just, I'm in love with the series. I love it. I, I, I won't say I love it again, but I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, my pick of the week is The Sacrificers number two, uh, another great issue. And like I said, the story is starting to really evolve and grow. And I just, I love what they're doing with it. And I, you can, you get the impression there's a lot more that we're going to learn about this world and about our characters and this journey that they're on. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really anxious to find out what happens. And I hope it's a long series because I just can't get enough of it. So The Sacrificers, number two, great, great stuff. Also, Kill Your Darlings is another great book. Really, really a uh, wonderful book that has kept me thinking about it. Even a day after I've read it, just because very touching, it has heart. It, ha- it has heart. And that's, you can't say that very often. That's the one thing that I took away from it is it, it has heart. It has that. It just kind of gets you, you know, it kind of makes you think and grips you by your heartstrings. So I really appreciate that. So again, sorry for last week. I just, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Um, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place is on our forums, like I mentioned, at pagechewing.com. You can also go pagechewing.com forum, and then I'll take you there too. Just register for an account, and I will—I check several times a day, so I will approve your membership. If you uh, register for an account, it might take me a couple hours, but I check pretty frequently. So I hope you all are having a fantastic week. Uh, let me know what you're reading or what you're up to and how things have been going for you. If you are able to interact with me. But until next week, I hope we are all doing fantastic. And I'd love to hear what you're reading or if you have any recommendations for me, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, we will talk to you soon.